everybody. I'm Kelly Hellers. I'm Jeffrey London. And this is Volume Up by the Tees. Have you started watching Euphoria? It's out. Don't it's you here. dare spoil this for me, <laughs> Kelly Hellers. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I've got a confession. I love Euphoria. I binged the hell out of the first season, mm-hmm. but I did it over the span of like a day and a half. Like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. The entire thing. I took it all in. I was blown away. It was incredibly gorgeous to look at all of the stuff that everybody says it's true like it's shocking there's lots of drugs and nudity and all that stuff yes 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 but it's like the aesthetic as the kids say wow 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 <laughs> so now season two it's back it's been forever and i'm trying to recreate the experience of watching it all at once it is so hard though mm-hmm. because there's so many spoil like every episode everybody's yeah, losing and- their shit when are you going to get the time? No, I'm not going to. I've got to give mean, in and just watch it week by week. I know, but now I it's know. like I've got three episodes. Am I going to have time to watch three? It's like, eh. But I, I want know. to because <laughs> the vibes are strong. Season They're two, strong. not a sophomore slump. They're killing it. The hair, the makeup. Let's talk about the makeup for a yeah, second. Let's. Kelly, would you ever mm-hmm. do the euphoria look? I don't, I can't imagine a world in which I would. However, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that I appreciate the hell out of the look. There we like go. I see there the look. Mm-hmm. I mean, for all intensive purposes, I am a suburban mom. Okay. I will never, ever, ever drive a minivan. No. But I am not. a mom that lives in the suburbs. And I can just imagine if I come in hot with those colors and some decals. I mean, Catholic school is going to be shook as the kids. They say wouldn't it. know what hit them. The um, lunch I lady, love Miss Sellers, is here. What? <laughs> it would be incredible, honestly. I mean, it's like you know, there's all of these memes about like the Euphoria High School. The uh, this is the principal, the whatever. Like that could be you. You could be memed. You could be Euphoriaed. No, but in all seriousness, the looks are next level. I can't even I can't even like wrap my head around it. And then we've got the makeup artist Donnie Davy, Daniela Davy, breaking down everything on Instagram for free. I mean, like churning out that content, talking about inspo, uh-huh. exact technique, the products used, how to get it, the whole thing. Like it's it's a treat, it's a feast for for the eyes, for the senses. You know. It is. Good on that. I mean you could spend hours on her Instagram, right? I mean, and you think, where does she come up with these things? And the decals and the colors and the, it's a whole vibe. So, you know what? Let's talk about the stylist, the makeup artist behind these shows mm-hmm. a little bit more. We're going to do that on the tees because oh, dang yeah. it, they're the ones setting the entire vibe. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the truth? It's the truth. Moving on to this week's episode. On last week's episode, I spoke with two 2021 Naha winners. We had the chance to make a very special episode dedicated just to those winners. I talked to both Men's Hairstylist of the Year, Nieves Almarez, and Master Hairstylist of the Year, Ruth Roche. We heard all about their starts, their careers, and their Naha wins and looks and inspiration. I'm ready for Naha 2022, coming in hot in April. Um, And... As always, if you like learning more about the industry, those who are enacting change and creating a better world, make sure you subscribe, rate and review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, at Read the Tease, and send in questions to volume up 
at thetease.com. Please go ahead and do that. Yes. This week, I talk with hair icon Nubia Reso, Latinx beauty founder, among a million other things that she's got going on. Nubia is a master hairstylist with over 40 years of experience in the industry who could often be found with a pair of scissors in her hands as soon as she could walk. Born and raised in Colombia, Nubia moved to the U.S. in 1975, where she began her decades-long career. As a young stylist, she was formally trained by a slew of well-respected hair educators like Goldwell, L'Oreal, Wella, Fidel Sassoon, Diva Curl, Weedad, Aveda, Paul Sebastian, and Mazella and Palmer, which set the stage for her own success as a salon owner, product formulator, and curly hair care educator. You guys are not going to want to miss this conversation. And she was dealing with COVID at the time. So, I mean, just like buckle up. It's a great talk. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. But before we get there... Let's talk about something that's popping up everywhere, something that shocked me. So why don't you break it down for our audience? So there was a recent article out in today.com with a slew of other outlets covering it. But the title for this article was Three Ways Technology is Changing the Beauty Industry. And I've got to ask you, how do we feel about the robots coming in to the industry? I mean, historically, our industry is a little lagging in the technology. That's okay. We'll, we'll get there. We like a good hug. We're okay with an old school, but we've got lashes. We've got nails. They're coming in with bots. And one that I'm not letting come close to me is a robot doing my eyelashes. No way. No how. It just sounds like a recipe for absolute disaster and like an eye infection at the least. But like, you know, lots of, at the, yeah, I mean, but we're, we're talking, I might lose an eyeball. Who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. These bots aren't to be trusted. I'm freaked out yeah. enough by the manicure. Like the manicure robot is terrifying, frankly. Well. But an eyelash, no, no, no. I, I can't have any no. of those. None of these things. No. I want a real person to do these things. I mean, I have eyelash extensions and it's scary mm-hmm. enough. With a tiny little sharp object. I mean, there's a lot of trust happening. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. somebody sneezes, like, I don't know. It's like getting dermaplaned at the, ooh, yikes. Um, and then the third one is Dyson is working on a sort of bot to help blow dry your hair, which now I'm going to stick my whole head in something. I mean, we already had the overhead, like my mom had them. We had the dryers that came over. That's enough. (laughs) We maybe don't need to innovate everything. Um, You know, technology is our friend, but sometimes it's our foe. Uh, This makes me feel a little bit more like it's an adversarial relationship. I'm scared (laughs) of what's to come, basically, is what I'm getting at from all of this. I'm going back to my pro who's trained, who knows all of the rules and regulations no bots. It's not going to poke your eye out. I, I feel like those are, you know, the little things we're looking for in a service. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Well, lots of stuff happening in the world, including on the tease.com. Our editorial team has been hard at work this week, just like every week, uncovering industry news, looking into trends, diving into brands that you don't know, but should. And here are some of our favorite stories from the tease.com this week. First up, Canvas Me names Jen Groover as its new chief impact officer. Canvas Me is welcoming a new face to its executive team. The beauty networking and recruitment platform has announced the appointment of Jen Groover as chief impact officer. And in her new role with the company, Groover will focus on strategy to accelerate and empower the professional beauty industry with emotional intelligence, mindset, and human behavior training and education. Totally different. All about it. 
would expect nothing less from the folks over at Canvas Me. So head over to the tease.com to read the story. Kelly, how do you feel about inserting emotional intelligence into mm-hmm. how we're going about business? Like this is new 2022 stuff, which is very exciting. And I like it. I think that there can never be a shortage of emotional intelligence training in any industry. So kudos to them because, you know, they were talking also, um, Matt Martinelli, who's one of the co-founders, was talking about, you know, focusing on the people in your business is so important because they are literally your biggest asset and making sure that they've got those impact skills. Um, I love that they brought Jen on and I think it's going to be a wonderful partnership. Also noted is that they're not teaching these things in school. So those soft skills, the judge, the emotional intelligence, all of those things wrap up into very important skills to be successful. For sure. Super exciting to see what Canvas Me is up to. So yeah, again, head over to the tease.com, read that article and check out the Canvas Me site as well. Next up on the tease, something that is related in terms of education is that Andis company just dropped a new education website for barbers and stylists. The article says that the team's obsessed. Andis is all about empowering talented artists, and in 2022, the barbering brand is taking its mission a step further by launching a new education website for barbers and stylists. The newly created site will serve as a go-to destination for hair pros looking to enhance their technique and be inspired to create. Kelly, have you been over to the site yet? Have you seen what it's looking like? I've been to the site. I did see the article go live. First of all, I love the new aesthetic. I love the new brand. I think it's fire. And I think that naturally adding this type of portal on is like a natural next step for Andis. So it's mobile friendly, easy to navigate. Tons of videos, incredible videos, like all sorts of hair types, like good on them. Good job, Andis. Check out the tease.com for the full article to see everything that's there. And then go and visit the site at anis.com backslash barber stylist education. All right. Something that is a little bit unrelated to education, but very top of mind in terms of trends that keep coming back around. I mean, we really can't escape the 2000s basically at this point. Uh, And the trend is hair stamps. Hmm. Didn't expect to see it, but we wrote about it on the site. Uh, hair stamps have officially made a return is what the article is called. Hate to break it to you, but they're back. And we dare to say that this time they're actually good. Mm-hmm. So says the team. I, I'm a little bit. So says the team. You know, uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to try to like take a positive swing on this because all of these things, you know, you're, you know, you're middle age when it's all coming back. When around. it's back. Exactly. It's. It's, it's tough, um, but according to the team, unlike the brightly colored, often glittery hair stamps that you might've experimented with in the early aughts, mm-hmm. RIP hot stamps, uh, the latest rendition of this look is bold, but a lot more refined, and it already has the celebrity stamp of approval. Kelly. Li- literally, the stamp. I'm, Did I you know, do that I'm, on purpose? Yeah, I, I that know. Was good. Yep. That was uh, good. The thing is, like, would you, would you really, would you do a hair stamp? You know, I feel like with darker hair, the hair stamp is really hard it's, to pull it's off. Hard. It's hard. But if you're going to do it, do it and add some tinsel. Remember last week we talked about mm-hmm. the tinsel? Tinsel hair. It's back, baby. It's all hair back. Stamps hair stamps, tinsel. Bomb. They mm. were amazing. So I don't know. I could be talked into it. I mean, it's low commitment. Well, low commitment. Low commitment. You were exactly right. I mean, look, guys, 
Try it out. Go to thetease.com, read the article. There's a bunch of different brands that are listed that are doing it. Celebs that you can take inspiration from. So, you know, if you're into it, tag us. We want to we wanna hear we about your hair stamp journey. Mm-hmm. We do. Let us know. As always, so much going on at thetease.com. Thanks to the hardworking editors that are bringing you guys stories that salon pros and consumers care about. Next up, my interview with Nubia Rezo. Latinx beauty founder Nubia Rezo is a master hairstylist with over 40 years of experience in the hair care industry who could often be found with a pair of scissors in her hands as soon as she could walk. Born and raised in Colombia, Nubia moved to the U.S. in 1975, where she began her decades-long career. As a young stylist, she was formally trained by a slew of well-respected hair educators like Goldwell, L'Oreal, Wella, Vidal Sassoon, Diva Curl, Widad, Aveda, Paul Sebastian, Mazella and Palmer, which set the stage for her own success as a salon owner, product formulator, and curly hair care educator. Nubia, welcome to the Volume Up podcast. We are so happy to have you here with us today. Super honored and excited being here and sharing this moment with you guys. Ah, thank you. All right, let's get started. Let us know about you from you. Please tell us about yourself. Have you always been interested in hair? I mean, it sounded like it from the bio. What was that like? You know what? I believe that I was a hairdresser the minute I came to this earth because the first Barbie, I adapted to my own style. I changed her clothes and I did her hair. So pretty much those hands and that imagination was always there from the very well beginning. Amazing. How did you get started then? I mean, talking a little bit about doing Barbie's hair is different than getting proper training. So how did that transition happen? Yeah, please. So um, I went to beauty school and I had always been that type A of a person. I like perfection. I like always the challenge of learning. Education had always been one of my major um, incentives always to learn. To me, you never learn enough. Uh, so when I went to beauty school, um, the first challenge that it came into my life, I lost my hair to alopecia. And as a hairdresser, as a woman, losing my hair and becoming a hairdresser, a well long time ago in the 70s was not the best way introductions for the beauty industry myself. So I went to every doctor that it was in the city. I went to every product company that it was in the city, in Manhattan for hair loss. Then I became much involved in education, understanding hair loss. That's the beginning of my beginning of the career. I was just a seasonal, traditional stylist. But the fact that I was put in, in, into this journey, I start meeting my crow communities, losing the hair to society, losing the hair because let's do the bun, make the hair so straight back so we don't have no curls. We want to look professional, becoming very receding lines. Let's blow dry the hair. Let's do chemicals. And that brought on me that love, respect from my crow community. That's the way beginning of this passion for texture hair. 
Ah, we love that. And talking about the curl community is so important to the brand success. We'll talk about that in a moment. But in terms of building that curl community, I mean, we talked a little bit about how you would approach brands and different professionals over the years. Talk to us about mentors along the way. Um, One doesn't become a top hairstylist and brand founder overnight. Uh, Often there's people along the way that sort of help us to get to these positions. So talk to us about that. I feel like our listeners will want to hear about that. Oh, boy, yes. Um, you know, to me, my main mentor had always been myself. And I'm going to tell you why. I challenge myself every single day in front of me. You know what? Yes, we do have these people that we look, but to me, they're images. Mm-hmm. My mentor is when I've made for myself that that is scale, that app that I need to go to. So, I had always believed that, and I tell in all my educational classes, be yourself your biggest mentor, be yourself your biggest fan, keep going, go after your dreams. Um, yes, along the way, I, I had always looked at people that I had built businesses um, mm-hmm. in Korea's in this amazing industry, but I always knew that the major person that I needed to fed stimulate, embrace, and love was myself, my career, and what I have to give my world. Well, speaking of what you've got to give, you've got quite a lot. Um, Our listeners are going to know you from your incredible technique, which is the Rezo Cut. So talk to us about that. How did you come up with it? Like, let's, let's unpack it. This is what people are here for. Oh my God, Jeffrey, this is one of the biggest part that I love when people ask me. Yes, I've been a hairdresser for many years. Yes, I, I was blessed always to be trained with amazing educators you mentioned with us soon. I mean, we're talking about incredible icons in our industry. Mm-hmm. Always trained to cut very straight, but make very square lines. And how do I become the only cut in the world that it cuts in? in circles and roses. Mm. The passion that started with this, it, it came from my own background. My mother is the initiation of the roses because as a very small child um, in growing up, she made part of my family plant flowers, plant roses in circles and colors. Oh, um, wow. As I lost my mom on a Mother's Day seven years ago, oh. and I went straight to work, um, I didn't want to burn myself in the pain because I wanted it at my top point. I had lost my father already. So I wanted to show my children that losing your parents, it, it was not the end of life, that you needed to become strong, that it's not the end, that they're always going to live with you. So I went to work. I, I buried her. I went to work trying to do what I had loved to do, curls, curls, and curls. And as I'm cutting this curly girl, I start cutting in circles, Jeffrey. I didn't even know what I was doing for the first time in my life. To be honest with you, I didn't know nothing. But when she was done, she looked at me and she started crying and goes, oh my God, what did you do? My hair has so much volume, it looks so beautiful. I didn't know. I just knew that I went into that. I have a, a picture of me, my, my father, and my mom planting. Mm. And I went into that image, and I followed the image, and I went in my memories of what I used to do with them, with my two parents. And the more I did it, I realized that was an incredible gift. 
that my amazing parents gave me back. And that's how the rose came, came alive. That's how we, I, I, I'm so, so proud and excited to be able to, through pandemic, through these hard times, this mm-hmm. almost uh, two years now, empower and build salons all over the world, creating roses and building the most beautiful garden with all these textures, creating oh. celebration of who we are, volume, having confidence and pride of our heritage. That's how Rizzo came about. Uh, I absolutely love that. And I'm sure that our listeners are going to be tickled to hear that sort of that background. It's so incredible. Uh, sorry to hear, of course, about the, the grieving process, but but that you transferred this into something beautiful. Um, and as you said, like planting these gardens all around the world, which is what you've done with this technique. Uh, for people that don't know about the technique, which I don't know how at this point, um, talk to us about the importance for curly hair. You talked about sort of rectangular shapes before, the sort of upbringing, the traditional background that lots of stylists have. Um, this is not that. As you said, circles, roses. Talk to us about what that means for the sort of shape of a curl. Love that question too, Jeffrey. So we already know for all my curl community up there, the one person that is blessed to have texture in the hair, mm-hmm. they don't come the same. They have different textures. So they could have a looser texture to the right, a tiny texture to the left, and a whole mix of the whole family in the back. Mm-hmm. So what the rest of technique have done is put all of them together as the elevations uh, the tighter the texture, the elevation is less, mm-hmm. the looser textures will come out outside of the rose. And as we know, the petals of the rose are held from the center, from the tighter texture. So the expansion becomes from the center to a huge volume. That's the power of the rose. Oh, love that as well. Talk to us about what it was like going from a hairstylist to a salon owner. So, I mean, you talked about developing this technique behind the chair. You talked about your background in terms of mentorship and getting to where you were. Not everybody does what you do, which is go from hairstylist to salon owner to creating a technique of hairstyle, uh, haircutting, excuse me, and then to have a liquid line, which we're going to get into in a moment. But like, what was that first jump from hairstylist to salon owner? When did you think you would take it on for yourself? You know what? As a Latino woman, that I am very much for, for empowering women. I feel that we deserve that position in the world. We're strong. We can multitask. We could build. If we build families, if we got the gift of motherhood, let's give all that to the universe plus. And that plus is becoming independence. That plus is know that we could do it. That, you know what? We have the capacity and I felt myself that uh, amazing journey that I wanted to be that simple for many women. I want to mentor and, and help them to know that it's challenging. Yes. That what it makes us success is that we don't take no for an answer. Dedication, dedication, structure, get, get up in the morning. And the first thing that I do, visualize your day, have gratitude in the moment that you wake up and know where you're going, understanding that life is giving you the opportunity to do something amazing. 
So speaking of knowing where you were going, uh, which seems to be a theme in terms of planting these gardens, maybe first it was the career, then it was the salon, then it was the technique. Did you always know that you would have a hair care line? Because this is not something, again, that everybody does, but you are definitely not just anybody. So talk to us about what that was like. You know what, Jeffrey? Uh, one thing that I had always seen different in me that I also believe, again, is my desire to challenge myself all the time. I like to see visions from the future. That's one of the bigger things. Also, I'm trying to help my industry, my salons in pandemic. Don't be yesterday. Don't be today. Let's adapt to the new norm that is going to be the future. Uh, at my age, I learned to communicate through text messaging because my own kids didn't want to answer my phone call. Hello, anybody will relate to that one. To relate now to my granddaughter, I know that that's my best way to communicate. TikTok, I uh, will mm-hmm. do all these things. So let's evolve. Let's evolve mm-hmm. with the world. And part of that is has helped me to understand that my beautiful communities uh, needed it more than just another curly product. Mm-hmm. I wanted to put my years of expertise in the hair loss, in my years of education, I'm very proud to be in a hairdresser, by the way, um, and touching a little bit of this to everybody up there. You want to be a hairdresser? You want to be somebody wonderful? You don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to be a lawyer. Love what you do. Be passionate. Breathe it. Live it every day. And it will evolve in magic. In magic. That's how when I create the product, I create it with that passion. Products that they're vegan, products that are going to welcome in any part of the world and simplicity. Beauty is simple. And in that simplicity, we create products that are made just to add a little bit to the beauty that you already exist in you. Uh, Which of these products is your favorite? Let's just, let's unpack it. I mean, I know that it's impossible, but uh, let's just do it for fun. Uh, it could be more than one if you need to, but let's okay. let's hear. Like from your perspective, which is the best of the best for Don't Rachel? make me going. Don't make me going. <laughs> Don't make me going because then this thing is going to take the whole night. Uh, so yes. I'm going to tell you. Yep. In the curly world, they had always believed that conditioning is everything. Wrong. Shampooing is everything. Shampooing Mm. is where you start hydrating your hair. That's where you detangle. This is where I see all my stylists all over the world. When I train them, they go, oh, you blew my mind. How did you you manage this? Well, because we wanted to understand that to have beautiful skin, you exfoliate it and clean once a week. Well, that's what we do with a nice, gentle, amazing breeze shampoo made ingredient black tea, prevent hair loss, stimulate growth. That's how we do it. So basically, the shampoo is going to do what you think that the conditioner does. So we don't want to overdo the product. Mm-hmm. Now you ask me, Jeffrey, yep. you might be sorry, I'm not going to stop. Uh, so no, no. We have the serum. Yes. The serum is made of rose oil that we already know from years to years to years. Fabulous for the skin, fabulous for the hair. So mm-hmm. one little tear 
which a battle like this will last you over a year. And Jeffrey, I knew almost two years. <laughs> I was going to say, I've got no hair, but I do have curls. Just so oh, you know, I've got big old. I we'll love get to it. That later. I love it. But even for you to, in, in the way you have a short, mm-hmm. two years, this will create okay. amazing hydration. And the okay. fact that you currently is going to keep your hair nice and moist without being oily, overloaded, or hard, mm-hmm. or great. This is amazing. So, this is great for primer. It's great to finishing. And mm-hmm. by the way, it's also great when you choose to blow out your hair. Because mm-hmm. having curly hair is not a cold. It's just an empowering wire. And I'm going to choose. Today I'm wearing black. Tomorrow I'm going there with a white dress. So now we're going to use something very light, simple, and healthy to do that beautiful blow up. Uh. This is so much fun. I Our listeners are going to die. This is incredible. All right. Look, you talked a little bit about training folks around the world, building our gardens, planting those seeds, getting those roses going. Talk to us about the Reso Academy. Uh, how did it get started? Let's start there. I do believe uh, very strong that when you get a gift from the universe, is your duty as a person, as a professional, to give it back. Mm. And when this gift was given to me, and I understood that it was something so unique, so special, it couldn't be just kept in here. And I want to leave that footprint, that legacy, that is going to live for generations after generations, through my hairstylist, through my education, through my communities, through all of us together. That was incredibly beautiful and moving. This whole conversation, I'm just like, my mind is blown by how intentional you've been about every aspect of these things um, and how generous in terms of spirit uh, and education um, that you've been as well. So thank you so much for sharing all of this. Um, What I want to know really quickly before we get into our quick takes is how can people find all of the stuff that you're up to? Where can they find out about the Reso Academy? Where can they find about the product line, the cutting technique? Please, let's plug every website, all of the social. Let's just get that out of the way. Thank you. So, of course, we're here because we've also been gifted by social media. Mm. Instagram being one of our uh, biggest platforms. Guys, follow me at Nubia Reso, N-U, be like boy, I-A, Reso, R-E-Z-O, Nubia Reso. Then you could follow also our page at Reso, R-E-C-O Academy. You're a professional. You want to empower your education, move it up to the next level, Reso mm-hmm. Academy. You will also, we like to try our products, Reso, uh, Reso Hair Care, R-E-C-O Hair Care. Now to my entire curl community, we have two incredible places for you guys. One in New Jersey, New, uh, Utopia Reso in Westfield, New Jersey, and our fabulous salon in Manhattan, Reso Salon, R-E-C-O, right in Manhattan for you guys, all in Instagram, all for you guys, and also just the simplicity, Google Reso. Right there, we're all there for you. 
Easy enough. And we will include every single one of the links that <laughs> Nubia has mentioned in the show notes. So it's going to be incredibly yeah. easy for our listeners to go and find you, to schedule their appointments, to purchase things because they ought to, especially if you've got curly hair. What are you doing if you're not using these products? All right. Let's do our quick takes before we wrap. These are the questions that we ask of all of our guests. They're meant to be top of mind, first reaction kind of things. So first up, bar soap or body wash? Which is it for you? Body wash. Hmm, Okay. I mean, it makes sense given all the things we just talked about. Uh, Okay. You talked a little bit about the pandemic, that it's gone on now for two-ish years and all of that good stuff. Um, And being sort of future-minded. So it sounds like you might not have had a lot of time for streaming, but... The reality is a lot of our audience is home more than they had been. They're watching things, they're listening to things, what have you. So is there anything that you are streaming these days? Any television shows, any podcasts or music that you want to share with uh, our listeners? You know what? Um, I'm trying to get into podcasts myself. Okay. uh, Because I feel it's also an, an incredible that we learn right before pandemic, but it got stronger. Uh, this communication, this incredible way to share and have just amazing, simple conversations. So that's the future. Boom, podcast, we love it. Okay, we talked a little bit about the products that are most inspiring to you, that you love about your own line, but I need to know, what is one product, one, that you cannot live without? I will allow it to be a Rezo product. <laughs> One that I cannot live without. Ooh, I'm going to tell you very quick. Uh, sunscreen. Last question. Your advice for anyone who wants to make it to the top of our industry. You've already shared so much, but like, was, what is one or two things that you would want to impart with our listeners? Believe in you. Create goals. Be persistent. Don't procrastinate. The life that you want to create you must see it, breathe it, live it, and you know you will make it there. Accept that anything that it comes in greatness sometimes comes with falling down. Because as we fall down, we learn from it. We get stronger and we validate more and more. And just to wrap it up for all of you up there, the major reason why Wrestle name was created for Rezo in Spanish is to pray, to pray for all of us. When we add the two little dots on the top, it sounds like an E, Rezo, we're going to pray for all the hair textures in the world. And now these days, let's all pray for better humanity in society. We could do it together. We will overcome this pandemic. Could not have said it better. What an outro. Muchísimas gracias. This was such a pleasure. I cannot even believe the the good fortune that we've had to be speaking with you in this way. Like just, again, could not thank you enough for how open and honest and sharing and caring you've been. Uh, Nubia, an absolute pleasure. We want to make sure that all of our listeners go to the show notes, check out all of those links, follow, book all of the appointments, buy all of the things. You're the real deal. Thank you so much for being on the Volume Up podcast. Thank you. Bye-bye. I like that you said, I mean, what an, what an interview literally had her scissors in her hands safely. 
when she was a young child. I mean, it's just. Now, what a personality. I mean, honest to God, every aspect of her brand is so well thought out and she's so charming. I like, I fell in love with her. I'm sure all of you did as well. Uh, Yeah. I mean, like could talk to her for hours. Uh, And now I wish that I had curly hair again. I I have curly hair. I wish that I had longer hair so that I could figure out how to go to a Rezzo stylist to get my curls pop in, in the way that she has perfected with her technique and then use the product. Again, I don't have enough curl to have an mm. impact from her product line. But I mean, I Jeffrey circa, let's see. Let's see. When was it? Six seven, six, seven years ago. You did have curls that were bumping. I did. They they were popping. And they were, you know, they were great. Maybe if I had some Resso product, hey, maybe that's the. Maybe the baby mullet you're growing out will have a little curl to it. <laughs> you really can't tell because of the, the headphone. But anyway, um, it, it, there's a little bit of curl. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. Maybe I'll get some Rezo product for that bad boy. <laughs> All right. Be sure to hit subscribe, rate, review, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tease, and send in questions to volume up at thetease.com. Volume Up is a Tease Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Madeline Hickey. Brian Daly is our editor and audio engineer. Thank you to the creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode.